In Your Money Today, Karen Wright takes a look at some of the many reasons why gender equality is important for the business world. Good morning, Carolyn. Good morning. In Your Money, I'm joined today by Lisa Moore, who is Research and Advocacy Director at the Women's Foundation, to find out a little bit about their hashtag Break Zero Sum campaign. Thank you for joining me, Lisa. Thanks for having me, Carolyn. So let's talk a little bit about this hashtag Break Zero Sum campaign. It emphasises the benefits of gender equality for societal development. So can you tell us a little bit more about it? Absolutely. So maybe to take a step back, I'm sure your listenership is aware we're facing a global talent shortage. This region has a rapidly aging population. So it's in our best interest to be retaining all of our talent for as long as we can in the workforce, but also be looking for new untapped pools of talent. And I think that's where we're missing a big demographic. And in particular, looking at our female workforce participation rate, it's 48%, which is much lower than most of our regional and international competitors. And so it also serves as a big sort of pool that we can tap into to bring that talent into the workforce. And there's a range of challenges that we're facing to boost women's workforce participation. And the Women's Foundation works on um, a wide spectrum of these issues. But for this campaign, we wanted to look at maybe a more subtle issue that we're not as used to confronting or recognizing. Um, And that's really looking at this idea that when one gender is progressing or advancing, that it's somehow at the expense of another gender. And so we really wanted to raise awareness around the idea that this is absolutely not true. Families are happier. Businesses have better outcomes. The global economy is richer. So it's a win-win for everybody. Um, And that's really what we're trying to set out to do with this campaign, is change those mindsets. So how do you think we can go about doing that, you know, breaking this sort of history that we've got here of this inequality going on? Sure. There is quite a number of ways to do that. I think if we're looking at maybe two pieces, I'll I'll bring out two pieces. The first is looking at the caregiving piece. And I think that's often kind of invisible piece as well. So because of the way that women traditionally have been expected to take on certain social roles, we're still disproportionately taking on both childcare and elder care. And what that has meant is that hasn't really been reflected necessarily in um, accommodative measures and policies in the workforce that really can bring these women back in. So there was this really great study done earlier this year by the University of Hong Kong, and they were looking at four different groups of women in their 40s, in their 50s, low-income housemakers and ethnic minority women, all who weren't working at the time of the study. and over a third of them were actively looking for work. They wanted to be in part of the formal workforce. And the main hindrance to that was finding adequate child or elder care while they were going to be at work. And so it was both looking at these facilities were just too expensive or too far away, or workplaces weren't offering part-time flex work or you know remote work possibility, which is quite in some ways puzzling at post-pandemic, <laughs> thinking about it. Yeah. Uh, and it's a shame because we're missing out on that on that talent pool. 
yeah, so it, it sounds like the, the business world has a lot that it needs to work on to, yeah. to help break these problems. Now, what else have we got going on around sort of misconceptions around gender equality? I, th I think you alluded to some in your first answer there, but yeah, what else is going on? Sure. So I think that the crux of it really is that most people think that gender equality is a women's issue and men need to stay out of the way. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and this is harmful <laughs> for, for everyone. Uh, and so we, we conducted a study with Ipsos and looking particularly at gender perceptions in the workplace and 52% of women and 38% of men thought sort of adhered to this idea. And I think that that is extremely, um, harmful because gender equality, right, is, equal opportunities to resources and opportunities, but it's also kind of a set contract, sort of social contract of behaviors and actions that you agree to enact every single day, right? So that everybody can enjoy these opportunities and that can have be part of a, a inclusive workspace. And so if you're excluding one gender from that work, then it's impossible to actually achieve. And so I think, you know, there's there's a lot of work to be done around really cultivating and encouraging, I think, men and boys in particular, because they're still kind of holding the seats of power and influence in our city, of uh, bringing them on board with understanding how gender equality benefits them and how it benefits everyone. And I think the second misconception, if I could just bring this up, because I also think this is interesting, is there's this myth that we're somehow going to age out of gender inequality, right? That our next generation or the generation after that, our Gen Ys and our Gen Alphas are going to be so much more progressive and sort of want to eliminate this this idea of gender inequality uh, and that's that's simply not true so we uh, we also conducted kind of a study around university age men and over three quarters of them held really conservative ideals when it came to gender equality and what they were looking for in their future spouse, um, if they were heterosexual, what they were looking for from their careers. They didn't want, you know, their future spouse to make more than them at, you know, in the home place. They wanted, you know, their wife to take on the majority of, of caring responsibilities. And so I think it's really a wake up call for us to put in that work now to be educating, you know, the the younger generation around these benefits, but also to be working at our organizations to look at not just what policies you have in place, right? But how are you making sure that people feel comfortable taking up those policies? How are you communicating those policies so that everybody's aware of them? And also, how are you encouraging men to take advantage of these policies, right? To, to normalize this idea that someone of any gender can really um, take advantage of this and, and really benefit from it. Yeah, anybody can be a carer, can't they? It doesn't, yeah. it doesn't matter their gender at all. Now, how important do you think it is to, to address all of these issues and to get them right for businesses in Hong Kong and then to promote the fact that, that the businesses are getting it right. Yeah, I, I, th I think it's essential, right? Because, I mean, for organizations, but also just Hong Kong as a whole, there's, there's an increased focus by investors, stakeholders, the community um, around the S and ESG. And so good 
corporate social responsibility is and strong governance is a must and gender equality is is a hallmark of good governance so we need to have that Fabulous. Well, it's been fascinating to get your views. Thank you so much for joining me on the show today. It's Lisa Moore, who is Research and Advocacy Director at the Women's Foundation. Thank you so much, Carolyn. It was a pleasure.